welcome to the Main Street Telegraph, the podcast that delivers all your Disney news in 15 minutes or less. Before we get started, I want to give y'all a heads up about what I plan for the month of October. Halloween is probably my favorite holiday, and there will be bonus episodes every week next month. Content on how Disney parks overseas celebrate the holiday, how that fits into the cultures there, as well as looks into Disney history. I'm really excited about it, and I hope you'll join me. I've decided to pull out my Disney Trivial Pursuit game box and pull our uh, quiz questions from there. Since no one will play with me anymore, at least it'll get some use. So let's find a card here. Hope you can hear that. All right. Which 1983 film saw the return of Mickey Mouse after almost 30 years of retirement? I'll reveal the answer at the end of the show. After the 20th Century Fox acquisition, Disney will own 60% of Hulu, giving it control. But Hulu maybe isn't in the best financial situation, as its losses in the second quarter of this year have doubled to $357 million from last year's second quarter losses of $173 million. This does make sense as they have been having more programming and marketing costs since they have been putting a lot of money into generating their own content, and it seems it has been working as they have been adding subscribers. Through Hulu, they can launch their Disney streaming service as well as ESPN. For perspective, one of Disney's competitors, Netflix, has also been in the negatives as far as profits, though they expect to see positive cash flow by 2020. I think it's to be expected that more money will be needed to change the paradigm of television, these streaming services not just hosting content but creating their own, before anyone will see a profit from it, so it is pretty likely that a lot of the stories on this are blowing it a bit out of proportion. But it isn't just Netflix that they are up against. There's Amazon Prime Video, as well as DirecTV Now, Sling, and YouTube. I'm interested to see how the way we watch television continues to change, and what hand Disney may have in it. Hong Kong Disneyland closed due to damage caused by Typhoon Main Cut from Sunday, September 16th, and reopened on the 18th. There are some interesting pictures, which you can find a link to at MainStreetTelegraph.com. And as Hurricane Florist hit our coast over here in the U.S., Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort also closed and reopened on the 18th as well. I'm sure you remember the tragic story of the child named Lane who was killed by an alligator at Disney's Florida Parks in 2016. In happier news, his parents have recently had another child. Christian Lane Graves' middle name honors his lost brother. In the aftermath of their child's death, his parents, Matt and Melissa, established the Lane Thomas Foundation, which helps children who need organ transplants. In 
If you listen to the Main Street Telegraph's Wage War Special, here is some more commentary for you. For those of you who didn't, uh, there is an upcoming measure that will be voted on on November 6th, dictating that any hospitality industry employers in Anaheim that have tax rebates with the city be required to increase their minimum wages annually to reflect the cost of living. And, of course, initially bump them up as well. Now, there's still no word whether this would affect Disneyland Resort or not, since Disney had put a stop to the construction of the Four Diamond Hotel that they had had a tax rebate deal on. Now, the thing is that neither the city nor Disney want to comment on it, which means it's probably quite likely it does actually apply to them. So keep listening to Main Street Telegraph for further updates. Winners of this year's IG Nobel Prize... I hope I'm saying that right, Ig? Uh, A parody of the Nobel Prize for more laughable research achievements are professors Dr. Mark Mitchell and Dr. David Wartinger, who, after a patient came back from spring break claiming that their kidney stone dislodged on a roller coaster, decided to test it out more scientifically. They took a model of the human renal system filled with urine and kidney stones on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Disney World. And when you know it, it worked. Dr. Wardinger accepted the prize wearing a Big Thunder Mountain Railroad shirt. A little more info has been released on the 2019 film Captain Marvel. It looks like it has a budget of $152 million, meaning it would have the cheapest production budget of any Marvel film yet. Ant-Man and the Wasp was at $162 million. Black Panther was at $200 million, and Avengers Infinity War was at $321 million. That's not to say it won't have an impressive intake once it's released worldwide. The latest Ant-Man movie has grossed $617 million. The Void, a VR experience, is slated to develop five new games based on Disney properties, starting with Ralph Breaks VR. There will also be one based on a Marvel film, but they haven't disclosed which one. The Void isn't just any VR experience. Players wander through sets, so if you reach out to touch a railing, for example, you can feel it because there is something there to touch. They entertain your other senses as well. You can feel breezes across your face, sense humidity changes, and feel heat from firing your proton blaster. The Void is currently running a Star Wars Secrets of the Empire experience in downtown Disney and California and Disney Springs in Florida. They have nine other locations in the U.S. and in other countries where one can experience not only Star Wars, but Ghostbusters Dimension and Nicodemus Demon of Evanishment. Alright, it's time to talk about food, which is my favorite. I've got three words for you. Pumpkin Spice Beignets. Oh yes. You can find them in both parks, at the Mint Julep Bar in Disneyland at New Orleans Square, or at the Magic Kingdom at Port Orleans. Pumpkin Spice Churros have been spotted at the California parks, paired with cream cheese frosting. You can find them at the Churro Cart near the Haunted Mansion, Willie's Churros in California Adventure, and also at the Cozy Cone, which it seems is the only location serving them with the icing. Do want... Next up, Halloween Cinnamon Rolls, a Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll drizzled with an orange-colored icing and a brown iced spider web. You can find this at the Main Street Bakery for sure at the Magic Kingdom. You can also find a not-so-poison apple cupcake, a spice apple cupcake with buttercream and pecans. It looks absolutely gorgeous. 
A Maleficent ice cream cone can be found at Storybook Treats in the Magic Kingdom. And holy cow. Lime soft serve and a black waffle cone topped with purple sprinkles and finished off with the villain's horns in chocolate. It's a work of art, really. Of course, you can always expect creatively decorated candy apples for every season, every holiday, every event at both parks. Look out for our Nightmare Before Christmas favorites, as well as some more familiar characters with a spooky flair. Now brace yourselves, as I'm sure some of you will shrink away in revulsion. Candy corn milkshakes are available at Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies in the Magic Kingdom. It is bright orange and comes topped with cotton candy and a Mickey-shaped marshmallow. I'll be honest, this one does not have me amped, but it does look pretty amazing. While Halloween celebrations are largely kept to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World, there are other worthwhile events occurring during this time, like Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival, running from August 30th to November 12th. It's already underway, and there is a decent amount of information of what you can expect if you attend this year. For those of you who have never been, basically you eat your way around the World Showcase, as well as attend demos. But never fear, they have offerings for the kids as well. They can learn to cook at the Junior Chef Kitchen, or join in on the character dance parties. I'll name some of the people set to show up for the Eat to the Beat concert series. Dates run through to November 12th. That's a lot. There's a lot of dates. So be sure to head over to Disney World's website for a full list of dates and bands. Some that have already played as of this airing are Blue October, Glass Tiger, Postmodern Jukebox, Vertical Horizon, Baja Men, and The Plain White Tees. Others coming up include Sugar Ray, Living Color, Jeffrey Osborne, Jim Belushi and the Sacred Hearts, Air Supply, Everclear, Smash Mouth, 98 Degrees, Kenny G, 38 Special, Starship featuring Mickey Thomas, Boys to Men, Hanson, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, and much, much more. Oh man, the nostalgia. There are dining packages for breakfast, lunch, or dinner available for this if you want to make it a little more special and get some guaranteed seating for the show. You can select any of the 15 restaurants at Epcot. Prices do vary by location, so ranging from $45 to $80 for adults and $15.50 to $35 for kids. You can use dining packages for this experience, but it looks like it requires two entitlements. Over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Hollywood and Vine character dining has a special Halloween offering, Minnie's Halloween Dine. This will give you a lot of photo opportunities with characters in Halloween costumes. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Club Villain will be returning this year. Return to Sleepy Hollow is back, though. Over at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, you can buy tickets for a special view of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Disney's animated 1949 short film. Entry costs $22 per person, while premium seating is $38 per person. But you do get a free limited edition pen, and you get to see the Headless Horseman himself. Kids under two are admitted for free. There is also a dessert party available for this, and that is $60 per person. Uh, this particular event has pretty limited seating, so book soon if you want to go. The answer to today's trivia question which 1983 film saw the return of Mickey Mouse after almost 30 years of retirement? This was Mickey's Christmas Carol. And if you wanted to know, The Simple Things, released in 1953, was the last regular Mickey cartoon until this time. 
Incidentally, in the 1952 cartoon Pluto's Party, Mickey has eyebrows. Which is interesting, and I can't really tell if I love it or hate it. That's all for today, friends. Remember, you can download episodes, find helpful links, and fun blog posts over at MainStreetTelegraph.com. You can send questions, comments, corrections, and even criticisms to MainStreetTelegraph at gmail.com. I hope you join me next month for all the bonus content. Goodbye! feel breezes across your face, sense humidity changes, and feel heat from the fire and feel heat from firing your proton blaster. The void is currently running a Star Wars secret <laughs> A maleficent ice cream cone can be found at Storybook Treats in the Magic Kingdom and holy cow, lime soft oh god, why can't I talk?